You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thank you for listening. Today we have Candace Kingry from the Green Hill Humane Society SPCA in Eugene, Oregon. She'll be talking to us about a dog named Max who is available for adoption. We'll be right back with Candace after these messages. Take Me Home will be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Do you love your dog? Then you'll love feeding him mouth-watering, all-natural treats, lovingly handmade by a professional caterer who wanted the very best for her dogs. Make no mistake about it, these are not ordinary dog treats. These are doggy delights, like breakfast banana biscotti, honey bear peanut butter balls, yummy apple cinnamon mini cakes, and so much more. Your dog will howl in delight. And now you can get a scrumptious sample pack by going to dingersdogtreats.com. It's a $25 value, yours for just $9.95 through this special radio offer. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S, dingersdogtreats.com. Every one of these gourmet doggy treats is handmade from the finest ingredients and taste tested on our own dogs. Your dog will love them. Get $25 worth of doggy delights now for just $9.95. Go to dingersdogtreats.com now. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S, dingersdogtreats.com. Yum. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Candace from the Green Hill Humane Society in Oregon. We're going to be talking about a dog named Max. 
So thanks for joining me. Thank you, Susan. To get started, let's talk a little bit about the Green Hill Humane Society. What do you guys do and where are you located and all that kind of stuff? Well, we're a humane society and we work with uh, small pets, not the large pets. We used to work with horses, but we don't do that anymore. We've got dogs, cats, and then all the small animals like rabbits, guinea pigs, hamsters. We're two hours south of Portland in Oregon, in Eugene, Oregon, home of the Oregon Ducks, Go Ducks. We're a nonprofit, and we're 99% funded by the community. So we're heavily funded from the community and not the government, which makes us very, very responsible to the community's needs. So we're a very low-kill shelter. We've only, we only euthanize for severe health issues and for temperament. So we have a very high adoption rate, and a lot of great volunteers come through our doors. We're always looking for more. Awesome. That sounds great. So tell me a little bit about Max. Max is one of those special guys that needed a little special care. His owner passed away, which uh, our heart goes out to his family, but they just couldn't care for Max. Max is an Akita mix, and you can see on our website, we can talk about that in a minute, he's a big guy. He has 99 pounds of pure love, six to seven years old, so he's an adult. So you're not looking at a bouncy puppy that's going to go through walls, but we are, you are going to look at someone who's pretty massive on the end of your leash. About Max, one of his challenges is, is in his younger years, he was in a car accident, and he lost vision in one of his eyes. He can see a little bit out of that eye, and he can see fully in the other eye, but that eye has a funny color to it, yeah. and often folks that come into the kennels are not looking for an animal that has a visible disability. Uh, what I'd like to express to our listeners, though, is for sure Max gets along just fine. He has no idea he can't see well out of one eye. He just has sort of an off-colored eye. Other than that, the guy is beautiful. He is solid black, which can also be a challenge. Folks come into a kennel of 25 dogs, and they don't see the black ones. Your eyes are sort of attracted to the spotted and the colored and the blondes and the browns, but they look right past Max, who's black, and just sitting there with a big pink tongue waiting to go home. So we encourage folks to come in to look at the black ones, look at the adults that aren't puppies. They've got a lot of wisdom. They're calmer. They're usually uh, much more ready to adapt to your home than a young puppy. And don't pass up the guy with the funny eye. Yeah, actually, I think a lot of people don't realize that there's actually they've actually studied the fact that they call it the big black dog syndrome, that mm. people, they actually are less likely to be adopted at animal shelters. I have a black dog, and I, uh, I got her before I knew about the big black dog syndrome, but uh, that is always sort of uh, hard for these guys. I mean, wonderful dogs get passed over, and Max obviously has both the big and the black dog thing going against him. Susan, we also see that with cats, too, and you're probably aware of that as well, as if you go into our cattery, which is this gorgeous glassed-in, walled-in with soft music. The cats are loose. They they live open in in this large cattery. You go sit with them. You'll see dozens of black ones, but Mm -hmm. you have to look for them because your eye will naturally pass over them. There's the black cat syndrome, too. So, yes, I'm so glad to hear, though, that you own a black dog. That's fantastic. I do. In fact, if you go to uh, www.naprp.com, the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals website, you'll see my black dog right there on the top. And I very specifically, when we designed the website, I very specifically made sure that there was a black dog up on the top of that website because they are so often overlooked. So tell me a little bit more about Max's personality. Max is a big goofy guy. Akitas can be aloof, but he's also got some Rottweiler in there, which are overly friendly. Uh, they can be fearful because they're so large. A lot of people are a little bit frightened of those big guys. But he is your typical big, goofy, tongue-hanging-out, wants to see you, wants to go for walks with you, loves to ride in the car. Even though he's had an accident, he's not frightened of the car. He loves other dogs. 
which is also sort of a Rottweiler trait. They tend to be really friendly with other dogs, and he loves them. He'd be great as a second or third dog in your home. The one thing he's not so great with is cats, and that can be sort of an Akita trait. He'll chase them. So if you've got cats who can't handle their own against a large dog, he's probably not the dog for you. Mm -hmm. But we are looking for somebody who might have another dog or not. Um, He's good with kids, but he is big. So we would hope that if you have small children, your children are prepared for a big dog. He might get excited and bump into them. Most folks that are dog lovers and have children, they'll have children who are pretty used to a dog licking them and bumping into them. But um, if you're any sort of family of any configuration would be fine for him as long as they understand his challenges with cats. Okay. Well, we'll be back with Candace after these messages from our sponsors. Take Me Home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Schools in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Candace from the Green Hill Humane Society in Oregon. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and we're talking about a big dog named Max. So if you were able to describe the perfect home for Max, what would it be like? I think the perfect home would be one who absolutely doesn't mind that he has one blue eye and one brown eye, the blue eye being blind. And I, uh, which I think would fit about anybody who meets Max, someone who can look past that fact, but also uh, as a physical configuration of the family, we would love to see people who are, can get up and get him for walks because he does love walks. He's good on a leash. Can get him outdoors. We definitely don't want him being an outdoor-only dog. Out, we would love to have him come in and be a member of the family. His owner loved him much and treated him very well, but passed away. So we're looking for a similar sort of experience for Max, a family that can bring him in, be a member of the family, whether you have kids or not. And even other dogs would be fantastic for him. He'd love to have a doggy companion. Okay, so tell me a little bit about the type of person who'd be suited to care for Max. I mean, are we talking a, can he handle life with a couch potato, or does he need (laughs) a human being that's going to, you know, have a little more get up and go? 
With his size, if he were two or three, I would definitely be looking for somebody with get up and go. But he's six or seven. So, yes, he's 99 pounds, and he's a big guy that likes to go for walks, but he's also going to be very happy snoozing at your feet in front of a fire. I have to confess, the six- and seven-year-old is my absolute favorite year. I love dogs about that age, and that's usually when I adopt a dog is when they're about that age. They're just heading into becoming a mature adult, being a senior. Um, they often have all their screwballness out of them. They've gotten over the bounciness. They no longer chew up the furniture. They don't, you know, eat your toys and eat your shoes. They're, they're content to, when you're not out giving them a walk or spending a lot of time, they're content to lay at your feet and just relax and enjoy being in a family calmly. So I would say that we don't necessarily have to have, you know, the marathon runner <laughs> to take him out on a leash. A mature adult would be great. His owner was a mature adult who passed away. Uh-huh. So an, an older adult would be fine. This isn't the guy that's going to have to go for a walk every day. Yeah. Some activity would be great to keep his weight on the lean side, but um, definitely we're not looking for anybody who's overly active. It can be a nice, relaxed family that can take Max in. Okay. And I have to agree about the older dog syndrome. I have four dogs, and as they've aged, it has made my life so much <laughs> less stressful because now they, you know, they hang out, they sleep in my office, they, they've got a routine, they're into it, they're not nutty, and, and that really is an, an excellent age. Six and seven, they're healthy, they're, they're middle of the road, they're, they know the routine, they're just fabulous dogs. So I definitely, absolutely. definitely I, have to I agree. I absolutely agree. You don't have to change your life around completely to bring this animal into your home. A puppy, yes, who's home with the puppy, we've got to synchronize our work schedules, we can't both go out all night. You know, there's things you got to do with a puppy. An adult six- to seven-year-old dog, you can keep your life. Your life can remain the same as it is now, and you can integrate this dog into your life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree with you. I'd have to say six, seven years old is my favorite age. So does Max have any types of habits that a new owner should know about, like barking or digging or jumping or anything that a new owner would want to know other than the fact that he is huge? So that's something <laughs> to keep in mind. 99 pounds, that's a lot of dog. <laughs> that is a lot of dog. And he's lean, too, so he's just a tall, big dog. The biggest one is the cats. Definitely you want to have cats that can handle themselves with him, that can you know, run if he's going to decide to chase them or turn around. Often if a cat turns around and just stares the dog down, the dog stops. You'd want to do some training with him around mm-hmm. cats if you've got cats. Yeah. As for other sorts of habits of digging and barking, uh, we only know what we've observed and what the family has told us. We hear time and time again that when a owner gets a pet home, adopts a pet and brings them home, new things pop up. Usually they're positive. The kind of behavior you're going to see in the kennel is absolutely not what you're going to see in your own home. So if you walk down that, those kennel aisles and Max is barking and drooling and bouncing on, that's just because he's under a lot of stress in mm-hmm. the kennels. Kennels can be a loud, stressful place, and he desperately wants to get out and spend some time with you. You get him out in our yards. We have some large yards. Take him out in the yards and spend half an hour, an hour, two hours with him, spend some time with him, and you'll get to see more of his behaviors. Um, Usually right away you'll see if he's a digger. We'll know he's not a fence climber, which is great. At his size, it could be hard to keep him in. (laughs) That's kind of important. Seven years old, yeah. A six, seven-year-old often isn't climbing fences, but, yeah, definitely he can be kept inside and in a fence. Um, But the, uh, the kennel staff, as the longer he stays with us, the more we get to know him as well. Again, we're seeing kennel behavior and not home behavior. Mm-hmm. But we do have a 30-day return policy, so if you get him home and there is just some behavior you really can't work with training, and we will help you find trainers. We will help support anything you need. 
Um, but if it just doesn't work out for you, we'd be happy to bring him back and find a new home for him. Okay, this is great, and my dog's just barked, so we're out of time, and clearly it's time to shut down here because the dogs are about to go ballistic. And, uh, yeah, even the older dogs, sometimes they still bark. But anyway, uh, we're out of time, and we'd like to thank our guests and producers for making this show possible. For more information about Max, you can check out his picture and more information about him on the Green Hill website, which is at www.green-hill.org. And if you're involved in rescue, check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you would like to feature your pets on Take Me Home, just click the contact link on the site to get in touch with us. Transcripts of this show or any other show on the Pet Life Radio Network are available at PetLifeRadio.com. Just click the Take Me Home link. If you have any questions or comments about this show, please email me at SusanD at PetLifeRadio.com. So until next time, if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.